of the Titans, the Mount Rushmore of players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Welcome to No Butts About It from a dorm room in Ohio. And today we are going to talk about a whole slew of stuff. This is kind of one of those episodes that isn't super well planned because there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that happened between last show and now. But what we are going to talk about is the fact that I think Stan the Jet fan may have some sort of superpower. And we're going to talk about that first. Now, if you follow us on Instagram, nobuts underscore show, you probably know a bit of what I'm talking about. And that is the fact that uh, in the last episode where Stan the Jet Fan joined us, he said that he thinks it's reasonable that the Saints could maybe win the division. They might surprise us and win the NFC South. I disagreed with him. Then afterwards, he said, off off uh, audio, he said that he never said that, and all he said was that they would beat the Buccaneers once. So, being the good friend that I am and the resourceful reporter I am, I pointed out the fact that it is on a recording that is on Spotify and out there for the world to listen to that he did say that. He still denied it. So I went back and found the clip. So here's the clip from Monday's episode. The Saints are kind of a toss-up. Depends on how Jameis Winston does. Buccaneers with Tom Brady, obviously they're going to probably win the division pretty handedly. But I don't know. I think, I think the Saints might surprise you there. You think the Saints? I, I think I could see them winning one of the games against the Bucs. And I can see them having a really good season here. Because uh, they do have a, some amazing pieces on defense. They've only gotten better this offseason. Um, and on offense, they still have a lot of really good pieces to work around with. Uh, if you remember last season, we saw all those trick plays, all those fun, amazing games. Um, the Saints kind of started that the season before. They're the ones who pioneered that style of football and really brought that from the college to the NFL level. Um, I think the Saints have a really smart set of coaches to pull that off. And I think with Jameis Winston, they're going to be able to pull that off again. Uh, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to go extremely deep into the playoffs. But I do think they're, they're not only going to get a spot. Uh, I think they could win that division. Okay, so yes, he does say that he thinks the Buccaneers will lose one game to the Saints, which the I think that's fine. I mean, the Saints beat the Buccaneers last season, and we did not think that was going to happen. The Saints have just always been really good against the Buccaneers for some reason. That isn't so much of an issue. What the issue was is that he did say he thinks that they'll beat the Buccaneers for the division, 
and one of the reasons was because of their defense. Well, um, not, not even 24 hours later, uh, the Saints traded one of those players, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, to the Eagles, I believe it was. Let me uh, double check here, make sure that I'm getting all my information correct. And that is correct. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, uh, the defensive back for the Saints, will be going to the Eagles per Ian Rappaport. That that was surprising. Um no one really saw that coming, but it happened. So I'm sure Eagles fans are super excited to get him. And then pretty soon after that, Marcus May, who was on the Jets, but another safety who was on the Jets and was sent over to, I can't remember if it was as a free agent or if he held out to get traded or what happened there. I know he didn't want to play for the Jets, but somehow he ended up on the Saints. And yesterday, almost... 24 hours ago exactly, he was arrested for aggravated assault with a firearm. Not a great look, Marcus. Not a great look for you at all. Um, we don't know. I don't know the details of that. Hoping everyone involved is okay, obviously. But he, I don't know why that would happen all of a sudden. He's been in the league for a while, and now he's getting arrested for aggravated assault with a firearm right after Stan said that the Saints were going to do well enough to win the division. And so I I think he must have some uh, powers there. So, Stan the Jet fan, you did say that the Buccaneers were going to lose the division to the Saints, and somehow that resulted in two of their safeties being, I'm honestly waiting for something to happen with Tyron Matthew. Like he decides to retire or something like that because that's the way it's been going for the Saints. Sorry, Saints fans that listen to this show. Anyway, a couple other big trades did happen. I know that I said not a lot happened this week, but there was a, there was some big things. Uh, first of all, uh, Jalen Rager who was picked exactly one pick before Justin Jefferson in the 2020 draft. A very questionable pick at the time and has become increasingly questionable as uh, it's played out because Justin Jefferson has just been a stud. He He's being sent to the Vikings, so the Vikings are getting both of those wide receivers now. Uh, obviously, Justin Jefferson is still going to be the wide receiver one. Over there, the Eagles uh, got a 7th round pick in 2023 and a conditional 2024 5th round pick that could become a 4th rounder for Jalen Rager. So, that that was kind of being rumored for a while that Jalen Rager was on the trade block. Um, now it's being rumored that the Panthers are receiving trade calls for Robbie Anderson. And like we said on Monday, he didn't really want to uh, play for... Uh, Baker Mayfield, so maybe he get, goes on the move. Um, the Broncos have already extended Russell Wilson for five years, $245 million per Adam Schefter. And then C.J. Mosley uh, has restructured his contract with the Jets to clear up cap space, so that'll help them out a little bit, maybe help them get some better players for that defense, maybe a few more weapons for Zach Wilson to work with. 
And then Ravens fans, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, your mascot Poe suffered a season-ending injury during Baltimore's preseason game against Washington, per Adam Schefter. Um, yeah, so hopefully Poe does well, gets a fast recovery, and he can be out there representing the Ravens like he always has. But sad to say, maybe they'll get a replacement Poe for something. Maybe a Edgar. Edgar for a little bit can go out there and represent the Eagles or not the Eagles, the Ravens, excuse me. But that's, that's just a quick rundown of what's happened this week. Um, like I said, not a whole, no whole lot, but there was a story. There is a story that, uh, a surprising source sent me and that would be my mother, Mrs. Butts. She sent me a story about Tom Brady and that is um, what we'll be talking about for a little bit, at least. And that is that Giselle, Tom Brady's wife, is allegedly not happy with him coming out of retirement. Um, so let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, so according to the Daily Mail, the link that Mrs. Butts sent me is my source, um... Giselle has flown to uh, Costa Rica because she's not happy with Tom coming out of retirement. The source that the Daily so the Daily Mail is using uh, has said that they've had some heated arguments. Uh, Giselle's a bit hot-headed. She has that Brazilian heat is what the insider described it as. So hopefully they can reconcile here. It says that they've had this fight before, but it hasn't been this bad. Hopefully uh, they share, they have kids that they're taking care of. Obviously they have three. Um, the oldest is 15 from Tom's previous relationship. Hopefully they're able to reconcile at least for the kids sake. But this does kind of give a bit of an explanation to Tom Brady kind of disappearing for, I think it was 11 days. He didn't come to practice, and the reason was personal. And so, of course, that led to all these conspiracies and rumors, my favorite of which was that Tom Brady was going to be on The Masked Singer. I mean, is he a great singer? I have no idea, but... The filming times kind of lined up, lined up with Tom's disappearance. And, hey, if you see a goat on The Masked Singer next season, maybe it's, Tom, it's probably Tom Brady. Almost definitely Tom Brady. He's already got deals with Fox, but we'll see how that goes. This, this is a bit more reasonable, though, that him and Giselle are having a fight. She's left Florida, gone to Costa Rica left Tom with the kids I believe it didn't really say where the kids are but uh, Tom has said he's taken them to school so obviously at least one of the kids is still with him uh, hopefully they reconcile hopefully everything gets better um, we obviously want as much Tom Brady as we can get in the NFL he's a phenomenal player a lot of people consider him the best to ever do it but I, I don't want to get too much into the rumor mill. That's not what I want this show to be about. I just wanted to mention it. But, yeah, hopefully they can reconcile. His marriage and his family is obviously more important than football. 
So hopefully they are able to cool off, calm down, kind of talk about it, and Tom Brady will make the right decision for his family and be able to kind of have football and family coincide once again, even if that means retiring after this season. But that's that's all that is. We're just going to leave it there because I don't want to get into the rumor mill of things. Let's let's move on to Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Um, talked about Kenny Pickett a lot. I really like Kenny Pickett. I don't like that he's a stealer because then I'm liking a stealer and I don't like to like a stealer. But Kenny Pickett still hasn't been named the starting quarterback officially. Mitch Trubisky is the assumed starting quarterback, but I don't know that Mike Tomlin's come out and said, yeah, for sure, week one, Mitch. So I think Kenny definitely made it a difficult decision for Mike Tomlin. Week one, they play their division rival, the Cincinnati Bengals. My guys. Um, Kenny has said, like, he's not worried about it. He's going to just go out there, focus on getting better, Focus on becoming a better player and a better person on the field. Uh, he says that having all of these preseason reps has really helped him because obviously he can practice and practice and practice, but he says nothing beats those real in-game reps. Definitely a smart guy. Smart guy to recognize that. Um, he just wants to keep getting better. He said... I thought I continued to get better. I just want to build off of that going into the season now. He said he's excited to go through his first game plan against Cincinnati. We'll see if Kenny Pickett does become that guy, though. Does Kenny Pickett become the person that Steelers fans are looking towards? Is he their new franchise guy? Can he be trusted? Is he going to be an issue for the other divisional teams? Um... Steelers fans love him. I'm I'm over here near Pittsburgh, and I've already seen so many Kenny Pickett jerseys. Uh, obviously, he went to U-Pitt, so that doesn't hurt him any as far as winning over the fan base. But having kind of witnessed the way the city has rallied around him, I don't think I've ever seen so many jerseys for a backup quarterback before. It's like the city has selected him already. And Mike Tomlin hasn't. So the city wants to see Kenny Pickett. They want to see more Kenny Pickett. Can he be a starter? Can he be the guy that the city expects him to be and wants him to be and needs him to be? Um, Based on what we've seen so far, yes. Objectively, yes, he can be. Subjectively, I don't want him to be because I don't want the Steelers to take control of the North again. And I like where the Bengals are at. And right now we just have to worry about the Ravens because the Browns are kind of off on their own and the Steelers are rebuilding and the Ravens might be an issue. But speaking of the Ravens, uh, I know we talked about Poe, but there's like a little little rumor going around that uh, Lamar Jackson wants to be a Dolphin for some reason. Uh, well, there, there is a reason, but I don't know that it's a good reason. The reason is that somebody tweeted, you both can come and cry in a Miami Dolphins uni. Tears of joy when we host the Lombardi, with Lombardi spelled incorrect or incorrectly. That is Will NC 32 on Twitter. 
uh, replying to Lamar Jackson, and he photoshopped Lamar Jackson into a Dolphins jersey, and Lamar Jackson liked it. So, of course, with the NFL media being what it is, that means Lamar Jackson wants to be a Dolphin. Obviously, no, he doesn't. And he's not going to be because Tua is going to show you guys that he's the dude. It's his turn. Tyreek Hill loves him. Tua has been getting so much hate, so much flack that is just unwarranted. Uh, it's it's time that Tua turned the ball over dies because he's not he's not gonna do it this year. I'm gonna try and speak that into existence for him because I believe in Tua. I think he's gonna do great. I hope that he becomes a stud because, like I've said before, I just love good football. I love watching good players as long as it doesn't come at the expense of my team. I, I want the whole league to be competitive. I want everyone to make all the, all the money. Two is going to do phenomenal this season. He's got Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Lamar Jackson isn't going to Miami. He's going to probably be in Baltimore forever. They love him in Baltimore. Uh, but I guess Brady was loved in New England as well, and he's in Tampa Bay now. So I guess it's the NFL. You never know what's going to happen. It's a crazy world out there. Um, just wanted to, someone, someone did message me and ask for a quick little recap of the stats on the podcast. So let me pull those up real quick. So going into the new month, uh, followers are up 25% from last month already, which is super cool. Get your friends to follow so that I can kind of, again, like I've given the spiel a thousand times, go get followers because then I get money, which I use on equipment which helps me produce something better. And then I get more money, which helps me get guests, which helps you get something better, which is cool for all of us. So I'll put in the work. You help, but I need you to help me. I need you to help me out and get this to become something that I want it to be, that we all want it to be, to be something greater that brings football to you to help bring people together. That is the goal here. Um, all time, we have 471 downloads. Goal, I think, for the year, for in a year, which the show started in March, was to have 500 by n- next March. So we're ahead, ahead of that. We're doing phenomenal. Let's keep that up, guys. Love, love all of you who listen to the show. Um, today, zero downloads because there hasn't been anything to listen to yet because I'm recording it right now. But I appreciate every single one of you who has listened to this, has shared it, has blogged about it, whatever you're doing. If you've done something to help promote the show, you're phenomenal. I love you. Thank you. Um, and let's keep growing together. This is our baby, our thing. So let's keep this up. And let's help bring the world together, make it a better place. Let's leave all the negativity and politics. We're going to leave that off to the side. We're just going to talk football. We're just going to have fun. That's the goal. So hopefully eventually I'll be able to afford a studio. And we'll, we won't be recording from a dorm room in Ohio. We'll be recording from a studio in wherever. And it'll sound a lot better. And you'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy it. It'll be fun for everyone. So if you just help me out, continue to share it. If you have been great, keep it up. But someone wanted a stats recount 
of what I've got. So that's where it is. That's where we're at. Um, that's that's gonna be it for today's show. Like I said, not a whole lot story-wise has happened as far as people would be interested in, in my opinion. And so here's uh, the part of the show where I tell you to go follow me on Instagram at nobuts underscore show. I tell you to email me at bullmoosepodcast2 at gmail.com. Both are going to be in the description for the show. And I hope everyone has a great Labor Day weekend. Um, Everyone go do something nice for someone this weekend. And on that note, I'm going to say see you next week.